What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. So fast. No, it wasn't fast. It sounded really fast. What's up, everyone? <laughs> Welcome, Welcome to the, to the husband, husband and wife talk podcast. Uh, how's it going? It's going well. You look beautiful. What? No, stop yeah, it. You Thanks. You're glowing. Oh, well, it's because I'm backlit. Yeah, it's exactly. Or, right. You're backlit like, in the kitchen. Backside lit. Backlit in the kitchen. Backlit in the kitchen. Let's get this podcast started with Wednesday Wisdom. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. I want to add some like fun sound effects in there. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Are we making our own sound effects now? Cool. Uh, what do you got for us? Um... I, I don't know how to say this without it sounding like an advertisement, but it's something that I've been doing, and I think a lot of women have this. Um, so on the outside of your arms, um, it's normal to get like tiny little red bumps from Splatches. just the skin follicles being um, irritated, and it's called... I, I always get it mixed up. I believe it's called keratosis polaris. Mm-hmm. Something tosis polaris. <laughs> um, and it's just because they're dry and like women who sweat a lot have them. Um, and I have been using, um, I, I'm very thankful, knock on wood, that I have good skin and I've always had good skin on my face. Um, so I've been using facial products on my arms to help minimize the keratosis polaris or mm. ceratosis polaris. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so I've been using my the skincare products that I have because I'm an ambassador to Frey. Um, I've been using it when I get out of the shower. I put the toner on and then, then I just put coconut oil on. Um, but I've been washing and using the toner on my arms and it's really helping. And... Um, this is the part where I don't know how it, to not sound like an ad, but it's just really, it's really great, and I love the company, and I highly recommend it. And that's if, awesome. If you want a discount, you can use my code, Ginger. Cool. Um, and that's F R E. Yes. What's the yeah. website? Freeskincare dot com. F R E Skincare dot com. Correct. For your ten percent discount. Actually, it's fifteen. Whoa, dude, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Very so, cool. Putting Mine, toner on your arms. <laughs> putting toner on your arms. Mine's a little more simple, uh, and it is hydrate yourself. Hydrate yourself. Drink, Drink water. water. <laughs> uh, I did an experiment. It's the second time we've said that on our podcast. <laughs> I know. I did an experiment before we got on a plane yesterday. We flew from uh, Dallas to uh, LaGuardia, and I had, what did I have? I had half a of lot. a kombucha, um, a liter and a half of water coconut water and something else that was it yeah well and a little bit of coffee but i was so hydrated and when i landed i didn't have a headache i didn't feel shitty um i mean i normally do a pretty good job of drinking lots of water throughout the day but that was like but it's important especially when you're flying traveling because man it's a real easy way to feel shitty. Yeah. It's underrated how much airplanes take out of people. Yeah. Anytime I think I'm going to get something done on a plane, I'm like, nope. I get yeah. on a plane, I'm like, nope. That's not happening. So, yeah. Hydrate yourself, kids. Don't be afraid. Drink uh, water. Drink water. And I that's it. it. I think I got to sneeze. No. No, it went away. Ah! Look into the light. I did. It Simba. went away. <laughs> 
Um, cool. Well, this episode is going to be a little bit different, folks. Yeah. I'm going to be interrogating my wife. Ah. I didn't kill my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he did kill his wife. What is that? That's from? John Mulaney. Oh. Which, if you haven't seen his stand-up, the new Netflix special, you should go watch it. John Mulaney's stand-up. Yeah. It's fantastic. I forget I gotta, the name I of gotta it. I got to watch it again because I was definitely passing out. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do a couple of rapid fire questions for you. Oh, to start? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're going to just do a couple of, I mean, and these are kind of not necessarily rapid fire, but uh, things I want to know about you because I've either have forgotten them or I don't actually know like, mm-hmm. these things about you. So um, what is your favorite tool in the kitchen? Oh, um think about that you have a lot i have of ar- a lot you have a lot in your arsenal i do have a lot what's your favorite kitchen utensil or it can be utensils well that you said tools so the first thing i thought was my hands okay you're getting but... meta you're getting real meta there <laughs> well i i realized today because i was cooking earlier today for a client that i use my hands way more than i do like spoons or like i was using my hands to obviously i wash them multiple times um but I was using them to scoop um, vegetables, like into. Um, scooping a poop. I was scooping a poop. Whoopity scoop poop. Shout out to Kanye West. <laughs> what, you fucking are, idiot. <laughs> excuse me while I throw up. Um, to use your hands. Yes, I was using my hands, and I kept saying like, "Ah, ah, my God, they're so hot." Um, and my sous chef Aaron was like, "Do." Do you want a spoon? <laughs> like, nah, I'm good. Anyway, um, you have like a, Vitamix. Vitamix. Okay. How long have you had your Vitamix for? Um, I got that for, I think it's my birthday or Christmas. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, I think be 2011 or 12. Wow. And I, I think I use it every day. I think you use it every day too, because it usually wakes me up in the morning. <laughs> Thanks for that. Cool. All right, Vitamix. Um, what is something uh, that's less expensive than a Vitamix that maybe someone who can't afford a Vitamix wants to get something for the kitchen, maybe under, maybe under fifty or under hundred dollars? Um, I don't to know. To drastically improve yeah. their life in the kitchen. Yeah, I don't know how much um, a NutriBullet or a Magic Bullet is, mm. um, but I would suggest one of those. It's also a little bit smaller and it's. Um, a little easier to use. Um, that's what I used before I had the Vitamix. And I, when Amy and I lived together, we blew through that literally. Like it just, cool. we used it until it didn't work anymore. And we'll put in a, we'll put a link in the episode for that. Sure. Wanna, yeah. So magic bullet. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, Let's see here. Um, on this podcast, we talk a lot about performance and being an entrepreneur and stuff like that. What, I mean, I know what it is, kind of, but uh, what does your morning routine look like uh, on a day-to-day? I know that you've been kind of mm-hmm. working on that. What does your morning routine look like? Yeah. Um, wake up. Garbage put on my makeup. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I couldn't think of the beginning line. <laughs> Wake up. You want to do So your morning routine. <laughs> I think I should also say that I had about five hours of sleep last night, so I'm a little delirious. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I thought it was just because that was funny. but Well, that too, but I'm have, I'm really like clearly pushing tired. down yeah. the laughter Pushing right down now. the crazy. Um, so I wake up. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, I drink some water, and then I take a shot of apple cider vinegar, and um, I do. Um, I have a very large mason jar, but it can also just be a large jar. Um, I fill it about three fourths with water, and then I fill the rest up with hot water, and then I squeeze in some fresh lemon juice and do a little sprinkle of sea salt to help my body become hydrated and that's a tip i learned from robin eucalyptus mm. um shout out to robin eucalyptus shout out and then i meditate and then i hopefully finish my water before my matcha what then, uh, how or do you tea. how do you and then you and then you do matcha let's talk about meditation do you mm-hmm. use like a specific app or i anything? do i use um headspace um and I was doing, they have packs. I was doing the packs. Um, they'll have like a do the series mm-hmm. uh, on happiness or yeah. We'll put a whatever. link for that. Um, I was doing that, but now I've been kind of just waking up and seeing how I feel. So they have a wake up meditation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do that. Sometimes I do whatever they suggest. Or sometimes I just do guide unguided where it's just like, okay, I'll tell you when 15 or 10 or 20 minutes is up. Um, so it just kind of depends on how I'm feeling. Cool. Yeah. And then, um, then you start your day? tea and breakfast and... Cool. And you'll do matcha most of the time? I do like making matcha most of the time. Um, unless I don't want to wake you up or unless I just want to make it easy and I'll do a English breakfast tea. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> um, and then you're off to start your day. Cool. Off to the races. Um, let's see here. So this kind of goes along with that. What is your favorite supplement that you've recently discovered or oh that you gosh. like taking man i really like taking supplements and i need to cool it <laughs> um so but i think the um, i'm gonna exclude like the daily vitamins and the daily probiotic sure. pill yeah. i take okay. um i've been really into experimenting with adaptogens which are herbs and mushrooms so specific kinds of mushrooms um and adding them into my matcha or oatmeal or um smoothie or something um, These are not psychedelic mushrooms, folks. It's not psilocybin. No. It's regular. Nope. Nope. Um, and I use the brand Sun Potions. And I also should say, like, I will we'll put the link in the notes, but almost everything that I've talked about is on my website if you go to my Amazon store. <clears throat> um, um, but I started using maca a couple months ago. It was, uh, yeah, a long time ago. It might have even been a year, a year ago. Um, because someone told me that it'll help balance your hormones to help regulate your period. And it really has helped me. I'm trying to like look around my room, (laughs) our kitchen to kind of like figure out what other supplements. Anyone that like makes a noticeably markable difference for you? Like one? Uh, the maca for sure. Maca for sure. Okay, cool. Um, I also feel, um, either the, um, the reishi mushroom adaptogen that I take or the rhodiola. Um, which is an herb. I feel like both of those help kind of one of the reasons why I like making matcha is because I blend one of those things in with that and it kind of helps sustain my level of energy. So I I never feel like I spike. That also has to do with the matcha. Um, Mm. But um, it's supposed to help kind of prolong energy and mental clarity and and whatnot. Awesome. Who is your celebrity crush? Hmm. Can I say Groot? <laughs> Only because I see him staring well, at me right now. Well, that's baby Groot. That's who you're in um, love with. I don't know. Um, I know what it was when I was like younger. Um, 
Who was it when you were younger? Um, well, it was tied between when I was like really, really young, um, elementary school young. It was either Paul McCartney or Michael Jackson because I just loved their music so mm-hmm. much. Um, and then, then it was, and then it was probably I don't know, In Sync or Hanson or something. Um, you said you had told me Robert and then Redford. Robert Redford, yeah. And then Robert I was Redford. I was trying to see if there was something between that, but I'm sure it was kind of just mixed yeah. in there. But then, yeah, Robert Redford. Um, I don't know. I I, I don't. Um... Gal Gadot. <laughs> Gal Gadot is a great answer. That's mine too. Perfect. Um, I'm sure there's someone, yeah. but well, then my follow-up question is: Who is my celebrity crush? Um. I'm trying to think of who comes up in your Instagram feed a lot. Um, Gal Gadot? She's definitely... It's it's a tie between Gal Gadot and Scarlett Johansson. Oh, I would have... I don't think I would have guessed Scarlett Johansson. Um, But my... Well, that's not not true. And I I don't know her name because it's the redhead from Game of Thrones. Oh. Yeah. I don't know her name. Yeah. But she's amazing. Now I'm trying to think of male celebrities that I think are... Um, oh, what, what's his face from, um, help me out. <laughs> what, what's his name what from? What am I thinking? What am I thinking of? What's the movie? Um, no, singer. Um. Miguel? Who's Miguel? Uh, no. Singer. Oh, no. Um. <laughs> my brain. <laughs> um, Young the Giant. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's um, What's his name? Samir? Samir. <clears throat> yes, lead singer of Young, Young yeah. the Giant. Very handsome dude. Very yeah. cool. Okay. Um, what was the last dream that you can remember? <laughs> um, I was pregnant. What? Yeah, and it oh, was... Oh, no. And I was, like, just starting to show, and we were just starting to tell everybody, and I remember holding my belly and it felt so 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 real so real and when I so real the fact that I woke up and touched my stomach and you know like you when you wake up from one of those dreams you don't know where you are I didn't know if I was pregnant or not whoa I'm not um but that was right before I auditioned for core power and I was telling someone and it was my now that I'm hired at core power my now assistant manager and my soon-to-be studio manager when I go to Bryant Park, um, they, she had said, that means that you're, like, a change is going to come and you're ready to accept it. And then um, Ryan, the manager, was like, oh, it's it's court power. It's your audition. <laughs> I mean, I want to talk a little bit about that because yeah. you had talked a little bit about um, manifestation. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been talking a lot about manifestation and I <clears throat> kind of feel like you manifested yourself like a complete change of yeah. employment and not just employment, like kind of like some of the way you think about life. And I've just kind of seen this huge change in you. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like you, uh, know exactly what you want and are in a way, manifesting all of these cool things that are happening to you. I was wondering if you could kind of expound yeah. on that a little bit. Um, do you have more questions? I do. Okay, because I was going to say, that was an amazing segue that you did not know was going to happen. I did know, know that was going to happen. You knew I was going to say the pregnant dream? I did. Oh. So can you kind of talk a little bit about, like, manifestation and, yeah. like, what that 
because I've seen you do it. I've seen you put it out there into the universe, things that you want. And you're actively going out and getting them. So, like, maybe you can talk a little bit about how you've manifested all these changes. Totally. Um, Yeah, I can't think of a time. I mean, I guess it started at the beginning of the year slash maybe December when um, I started reading... I started reading one of Gabby Bernstein's book called The um, The Judgment Detox, and she referenced her book, um, uh, and I guess I should say before I started reading Judgment Detox, I started learning more about Gabby Bernstein and what she kind of talks about and hearing what she preaches is not the right word, but it's what her thing is. I don't know. Um, and she talks a lot about how the universe will support you if you support the universe um and her first book that she wrote i think it was her first book um is called the universe has your back so i started reading judgment detox and she references the universe has your back and even though i didn't i wasn't confused reading the judgment detox i felt well i'd rather read her first book and then come back so then i started reading the universe has your back and learning how if you and it's all things i knew and that I believed, but not things that I practiced daily. Um, and really just whatever you want, you need to believe it and you need to speak it and you need to think it and really just live it. And the more you put it out into the universe and the more you're open to it, because it's not just about, I want a new car and then just saying it. Like you have to work on yourself so that you can be open and giving to the universe because it's a give and take it's not just and you have to be willing to work towards it yeah it's not going to be handed to you yeah i think that's a part that like maybe gets like left out of some of the equations yeah um so yeah i guess in the beginning of the year i started kind of um i started meditating more and i started um trying to be more open and um more positive that Whatever I need, the universe will, I, I, I believe and I support the universe and the universe will support me. Um, and I guess that was early February when uh, the gym I was working at, ICE, closed down one of their locations because of building problems. Um, and I can't remember if I talked about this on a podcast or if it was just on my Instagram stories, but... I, when I was told, it wasn't like, hey, in a couple of weeks, the gym's going to be closing and you're going to be out of a job. It was, the gym is closing Friday. It was a Wednesday. Um, Oh, and the classes you're going, you were planning on teaching Wednesday and Thursday, don't teach them because we want our head coach there, which I understand and I'm not upset at. I think that that was the right move for them to do. Mm -hmm, Um, It was just a shock and not a lot of notice for me. So... Like, instantly it was fear and, holy shit, I'm out of a job, which, if you know me, it's not because I have so many, (laughs) but that was my one very consistent, I knew what I was, I knew what my paycheck was every week because of that job. Um, And then, pretty much instantly after, there was a wash over me that was, nope, the universe is going to support me when one door closes, another one opens, and I want to point on the fact that I said fear washed over me first because that's really important to lead your life 
through love instead of through fear. Because if you're leaning into the fear side, I, I believe that there's two sides. And if you're leaning into the fear side, then you will not be open. The universe will not be able to support you. You need to lead through love and then the universe will support you. You will then be open to support yourself and the universe. Um, so yeah, I just, in that moment, I decided I'm not going to be scared. I'm not going to be fearful. I'm going to tell the universe and myself, like, it's okay. One door closes, another one opens. Yeah. So how did you start um, manifesting after that to get where you are now? Yeah. Um, so I just kept telling myself and whenever I spoke to someone about it or whenever I started to kind of feel the fear creep in, it was, nope, it's okay. Um, and I think rewind to six months previously, um, I was feeling very down and negative and felt like I wanted help. Um, and I had been a fan of Robin's for a long time and had always thought, wow, it would be so cool if I could work with her one day or um, work for her one day because she does a group health program and a group health coaching program. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, and so then I, um, it just kind of popped into my inbox of there's space open up in my program, whoever wants it. And I clicked on the learn more and then her, um, as I call her, the right, her right hand woman, Emily called and, um, I was nervous, but I felt like this is something I needed to do. So anyway, I started, I was her client and I started working with her for her under with her, with her. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and I, when I started six months ago, I thought, man, it would be really great if I could work for her in trade or if I could work for her and learn more about how she runs her business and how she got to where she is. I would really, this would be really great right around the time when my, cause she, right around the time my program was ending six months later, um, Emily reached out to me again and said, we need extra help. The business is growing. Is this something that you would be interested in working for us? And I thought, oh my God, six months ago I said I wanted this and now it's happening. Um, and it was perfect timing because my contract was ending with her and I just, now I can, so now I'm working for her and I'm learning more about her company and how That's she really runs cool. it and, yeah. and stuff. So that was one of the first things I saw that was really, that like manifested for me. And going back to core power, when Core Power first opened in Williamsburg, I thought, man, that would be pretty sweet. There's Core Power in California. I'm in California a lot. If this could be a thing that I could, if a job I could get, then when I'm in California, I could sub. I've never worked for a corporate company before. That sounds pretty sweet. Um, I just think that it's a really nice company and they do a lot to support their employees. I think that this would be really great. Right. Um, so when I saw that the Williamsburg location was opening, I just was too late to apply. They were already fully staffed, but they said, you know, stay in touch and, and whatnot. And the manager um, of the Williamsburg studio said, well, why don't you, you know, if you want to stay connected, you can join our set team, which is um, studio experience team where you work in trade um, right. for membership. So I started doing that. And at first I was really hesitant because I felt like I'm cleaning the studios, but I know I can teach the classes. Like it felt a little beneath 
Sure. Me? I get that. Yeah. Because you've been teaching for so long. Yeah. But I, again, decided to not lead with fear and started to lead with love and said, yeah, but I get to see the studio manager and the assistant manager every single day. I get freak membership. I'm connecting with the teachers. This, I know, will work out for me in the end. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. And then... Two months ago, I found out that, um, or maybe more than that, three months ago, I found out that they were going to be having auditions in April, March area. Um, And she just said to keep your eye open. Um, I guess it was a little bit after that, I got an email that said from someone who works for Core Power saying, we're offering a free... um, extensions program which is if you want to work for car power you have to have your 200 hour certification and then you have to go through their like short specific training because they have their own style um and then i was i applied and i was granted the free scholarship to do both the c2 which is their advanced level class and then the yoga sculpt which is their weights (laughs) so cool i was very very thankful and very lucky because I, i was asked to do it earlier but i just said like i can't afford it right now mm. so to have it be free was just but that's also incredible. something that it sounds like you manifested by leading with, like you know like you said like leading with love and like doing the program that you thought was beneath you like <clears throat> that opportunity presented itself because you were willing to do the work and um i think there's something to be said for <clears throat> the fact that like you're not afraid to do you know any level of positions and i think it's it just yeah. goes to show that like if you kind of put the work in yeah you know, sometimes things will happen quicker than expected. That happened really fast. It did. I mean, in hindsight, it did happen really fast. Um, so fast forward, um, I got the job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now you're teaching at Core Power. So now I'm teaching at Core Power. And Ooh-oh. yeah, it's really great. I'm loving it so far. Um, so um, and then I also at some point a couple months ago, I was getting so many job offers that I just I had to say no. I was asked. A couple new clients came into my life. Um, some didn't end up working out, which now I see is thank goodness it didn't because that would have been too much. Sure. Um, I was asked to teach at a couple different g- CrossFit gyms and one was in Red Hook, which I was like, nah, I'm good. That's really far. Um, and then um, one of the coaches I used to work at um, at 212 said, hey, I'm going to be moving over to CrossFit Oculus. They're looking for a yoga teacher and you should come work with me again. And David's such a sweetheart. Um, and I was like, yeah, it'd be fun to work with David again. And it would be nice to, to be at a CrossFit gym, but I just don't know if I want that in my schedule right now. I don't know if I need it, but sure. I'll look into it and see what it's like. And I met the owner, went in for a little interview and stuff. And, um, he was so sweet. Andrew at CrossFit Oculus is so sweet. And, um, he basically said, you know, David has vouched for you. You don't need to, audition or anything if you want to be on the schedule we would love to have you and we want you to teach yoga like do you want this that's really cool and it was the first and only time i've been in a quote-unquote interview where i felt like i was in power yeah and i was because i was able to at demand seems intense like i wasn't you know rude about it but i was able to ask for what i wanted and i was able to get what i wanted which was really great like scheduling pay um yeah a lot of things. <laughs> super empowering. Yeah, it was yeah. it was it was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen I've And then seen... again, that's going into the interview leading with love and leading with 
positivity instead of fear or doubt. Right. Like I won't get this. I don't, you know, negativity. I don't deserve this. Yeah. Um, That's amazing. I went in confidently and whatever the universe yeah. is going to give me, it's going to give me. I know that you do monthly intentions. How much has the monthly intentions that you do helped with the manifestation part part of your life or like hmm. what has the monthly intentions done to like help you along with that? Yeah. Um, I was looking at my intentions for this month, um, just a couple days ago. And, um, I realized that there's been a lot of, if I look back and I, I won't take the time now, but if I look back each month for the last five months, um, I've had something to do with love. It was either <clears throat> doing more self-care routines or doing things that make me feel loved or saying loved things to myself. There was something to do with loving. So I think I've been really investing in myself, my mental health, um, and just being more loving and open, um, that I think has helped me, but there hasn't been anything very specifically like I will manifest this. Um, I jokingly say a lot, you know, put that on the dream board. But <laughs> ah, now you're making the dream board. Yeah. That's awesome. Which I do want to make a dream board. I think that'd be really fun. <laughs> I think that's it. I think um, I just really want to say again. Shout it from the rooftops. I want to shout it from the rooftops. How when you are presented with a situation, and I think that you have been learning this recently. I don't know if you're saying these words or realizing that this is what's happening. But when you're presented with a situation where you feel stressed or worried, you are, you are at a crossroads. You can choose to go down the worry, stressed, fear road, mm-hmm. or you can choose to go down the road of, it's going to be okay. I trust myself. I trust the universe. I trust that this will end up okay. Um, and I've seen it in you recently that you've been leading more with the going down the love path, um, instead of the stress, panic, worry. Yeah. And I find I still have to, it's training. It's, it's, it's like when I tell my clients about food or losing weight, it's not something that's just going to bam happen overnight. It's a work in progress. It's just like losing weight. Like you have to work at it. Sometimes you fall off the wagon and that's okay. Um, so it's just something yeah. you have to do to train yourself. Yeah. Also, I think it's mindset too. Mm-hmm. Like um, the book "Obstacle Is the Way" is like was a good tool for me to start to shift my mentality towards obstacles, rather than like I'm never going to be able to do this. It's just like it's a fucking process. Like yeah. you have to work through it. Yeah. And the only way to climb the hill is to climb the hill. Yeah. Or to do the thing. Yeah. So I think that there's power in um, manifesting your own mental toughness <clears throat> in, in terms of problems like that you know and um i mean i i have that i see that in you every day and i know i definitely have i mean every single day is a deadline every single day this has to get you know it's like bam bam, bam and, and it's a constant thing but it's it's your attitude about it, i think that um kind of defines how other people see you and how you interact with the world around you yeah um, for sure um i i feel like there are people when i speak on manifesting or i speak or i talk about the universe or things, it's easy to get cynical and it's easy to say like, oh, that's just woo-woo spiritual guru crap. Um, But I challenge those people who may be thinking that right now as 
are you living in fear because you assume that those things won't happen to you because you are undeserving or things just never happen the way you want them to be or, you know, all of the stories you tell yourself, are you telling your stories in fear or are you telling your stories in love? Yeah. Because that's really what it comes down to is are you feeding yourself positivity or are you feeling feeding yourself negativity? Yeah. Because whatever you feed yourself is what's going to come out. Yeah. It's like in a, a mirror. Yeah. Whatever you want, you have to put out. And that's what I really want to emphasize is whatever you want in life, the more you put it out, the more it will come back to you. Totally. I, I'm buying in wholeheartedly. Yeah. Well, moving on. Yep. Um, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, what are you, what is something that you're afraid of or what are you afraid of? Hmm. I was just talking to Aaron, my sous chef, my friend, about this. Um, I have, I feel like I have a lot of different avenues in my life. Um, I'm a dancer. I'm a teacher. I'm a trainer. I'm a chef, a cook. I'm a blogger. Like, I have a lot of different avenues. And I moved to New York for dance not thinking any of these other avenues were going to... I didn't even see them. Sure. Um, and they all kind of presented themselves to me, and I just walked down because those were the open streets. Um, and that took away from dance a little bit in the beginning of my time in New York, but it was always in my life and around me, and I always knew that it was there for me. And I think... Looking back, another reason why I started to go down those avenues is because I was living, going to auditions, taking classes, and like anything, especially being an artist in New York, there's so much competition and there's so much out there um, that, of course, I was getting rejected. Everybody gets rejected. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then I started to live a fear-based life of, well, I don't want to get rejected because nobody likes to be rejected. So... I think it was one of two things. One, that there was this whole new area for me to be artistic and for me to do things that I was passionate about and Mm -hmm. things that I loved. But also it was a way for me to put a band-aid and an excuse on why I wasn't pursuing dance. was like, I'm just too busy doing these other things. Um, That's powerful. And um, I mean, we all do it. Yeah. And since I've been doing all this work about living through love and fear and looking at what my fears are. Um, One of the reasons why I haven't pursued dance the way I would like to is because I'm fearful. I'm fearful of being rejected. I'm fearful for the fact that because I moved to New York for dance, um, if it doesn't happen, it's it's so much easier for me to put excuses of, well, I was just too busy growing Dancing Ginger. Um, and if I don't put myself out there, then I don't have the rejection. Right. So, um, I've realized that recently. Um, so would you say that you like a fear of yours would be like fear of failing in that goal? hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It is tough. Um, yeah, it's, and I know that um, um, 
I'm so thankful of the things that I've accomplished in New York. And I'm very proud of what I've built in New York. It's just not what I expected it to be and not Mm. what I planned. And because I am a planner and I'm sure if my sister Erica was sitting next to me, she would say that's my Pitta side. Mm. (laughs) Um, If you're familiar with the three doshas of Ayurveda. Um, um, But when the plan doesn't go as planned, (laughs) it's hard for me to adjust. Mm. So I have it in my mind of, well, in order for me to leave New York successfully, I need to do this dance thing that I came out here to do. Right. Which is also a very vague goal to have. Yeah. Which um, I've been thinking a lot about and I'm considering writing my thesis on it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a whole other subject. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think um, one, of my, one of my fears is putting myself out there for being a professional dancer and getting rejected. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. I mean, thank you for sharing. Yeah. For anyone out there that's having feelings Mm. like that. It's pretty powerful. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure I'll be in the hot seat in another episode (laughs) to tell you all my fears. Well, I I guess one thing I just would like to to kind of reiterate about this whole manifestation is things like I've been learning a lot from you and, and watching you manifest the life that you want. And it's so cool because um, <clears throat> I kind of feel like I'm being swept up in the tornado. <laughs> that is your goals and manifestations. Yeah. Not that your goals or my goals are the same, but it's kind <laughs> of infectious, you know, and I see it and I see other people like kind of energy like, is Whoa, very infectious. you know, and so it's cool. I, I like being in your uh, tornado week. It's kind of neat. Yeah. And then in kind of a way I'm creating my own, which is really cool as well. Yeah. So, well, props to you for that. Thanks. Yeah. I'm proud of you. You know what I'm going to start manifesting next? What? Living by coastally. Because <laughs> let's do it. Send it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, very cool. Well, I'd like to lay in the mood a little bit. Yeah. Cause I'm getting real emotional. I over know here. <laughs> you are. I know you're doing great. Thanks for letting me, um, put you on the hot seat. Of course. Um, what is uh what's something that was we'll start with embarrassing or or silly or whatever what was something that was embarrassing or dumb that you did this week yeah i was thinking about this and i couldn't really think of anything um also because i can't really remember what happened in the beginning of the week (laughs) um but i was thinking well did i do anything that was um embarrassing or stupid when we were traveling because we just went to texas for our family reunion, uh, my family reunion, and then travel back. Couldn't think of anything. So then I thought, well, we have done stupid things while traveling, so I'm going to turn this into travel edition. Okay. Um, stupid things. Travel edition. St- Airplane noise. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have missed and or almost missed our flight several times several times <laughs> living in new york and i never experienced that oh i actually experienced it <gasps> i was gonna just say i experienced it once in california and we were on our way to new york that's true whoa, whoa. um <laughs> um i'll just say one of I'll, okay i'll say two things two times um one, we, it, you know, as most days before you leave on a trip, they're busy. You're trying to do everything. Um, I needed to get a lot of the food out of our kitchen and we invited some friends over for dinner. Um, and then it was like, okay, now we need to clean and pack because someone was coming to stay with our cats. Um, 
it was late. We had an early flight. It was like, all right, we're going to sleep for, we're going to nap for a couple hours, then get up. And I think what happened is I'm very good at waking up to my alarm and I don't fall back asleep. And I know that's not what happened. What I think happened was I set the alarm, but forgot on the iPhone, you have to like switch it, Mm. swipe Mm -hmm. to the whatever to turn it on. And I just think I fell asleep before actually turning it on because I just passed out. And we woke up about 30 minutes before our flight was supposed to leave. That was no fun. Yeah, no fun. And um, the second time we missed our flight, we um, were on our way to the airport. We are calling a car and we see Jude, our cat, in the corner of our apartment staring at the corner. And we're like, what is he doing? We go over. There's a mouse. And it's a little baby mouse. No big deal. So I swept it up and took it outside. But that added some time on. The car was outside. And so we we were flying Delta. I can't believe you have Delta points. Stop. Fuck Delta. Um, I said I would never fly Delta again. (laughs) Um, We get there... Five, 55 minutes before our flight leaves. This and is for an international flight. We're going to Europe. No, we were going to California. Oh. This was for Caitlin's wedding. Oh, okay. Um, and they say, oh, you, you weren't here an hour before and we can't check your bag. And Corey and I had packed both of our things in one large suitcase to just put it on the plane and then forget about it. So then we had to do two carry-ons. We had to have do two carry-ons, but we didn't have anything. So it, we went over, and um, they were like, "Can you, you know?" Um, and I, I asked, "Like, can we just leave our our luggage here, and we'll just only take some of it?" And oh, and then they're like, "Well, the point, the price you would pay to leave your luggage here for two weeks, um, you might as well just buy a new." a new suitcase. So there's a store downstairs. So I'm sprinting downstairs to buy a duffel bag and I come back up and we're stuffing everything in our backpacks and everything. And the freaking woman has the audacity to lean over and say, you should hurry up because you're going to miss your flight. <laughs> and I about ripped her head off. Um, That's and, why I like to be at the airport early. Well, I wasn't expecting Jude to find a mouse and have to deal with it. Yeah, I know. I was too scared to deal with it. <clears throat> Yeah. All right. Well, that, that's so your, that was, your dumber, embarrassing thing. That was really... Oh, actually, I think the stupidest or the most embarrassing thing... Do you know what I'm going to say? No. Well, while traveling is when we walk up to um, the platform early in the morning because we're going to go to JFK, and I look at my phone and I go, oh, we're flying out of LaGuardia. And you were, you looked at me like, you're... Fuck you. Like, you're joking. I was like, no, I'm not joking. We gotta go downstairs and call a car. Oh, my um, God. I forgot about so we that. So, went to, we went to JFK and... Or LaGuardia. <laughs> we went to LaGuardia. And I'm walking up, and uh, we were flying... This was, like, on our way to our wedding. And, um... Oh, wait, no. This must have been two different times. That was when I swore to myself privately. I was like, I'm never letting her handle flights again. <laughs> I was like, absolutely not. Uh, um, oh, wait, no. It, it was the same thing because then we had a kind of a hard time calling, finding a car. Um, and we were flying Virgin. I'd never flown Virgin before, and it was at a different terminal. And we, like, walk up, and I see the red kiosk. And we had f- came up with a um, – what's the word that um, – uh, like an acronym for mer- – um, not, um, remembering yeah, whatever I can't what, think remembering of. the the confirmation yeah. code. What is that called? Mon- I'm sorry. This story is uh, getting really boring. You gotta wrap it up. You gotta wrap <laughs> but it up. That's really funny. So we go up to the to the red kiosk, and I'm like, oh, I remember what our confirmation code is, and I plug it in. And it says wrong. 
I'm like, what? I, I try it again. We pull it up. We look. We try it again. I look up, and we were not at the Virgin <laughs> Airlines kiosk. It was something else. Yeah. Some other airline. Ugh, you rough... totally just shit on my parade, fucker. <laughs> that was a funny story, but you just ruined it. Ugh. What's your most embarrassing? I'm not even looking at you. What's your most embarrassing or stupid thing you've done? Because um, you've done many. I didn't. T- I know. I've fallen asleep at the airport and missed my flight at the at the gate I was supposed to be at. That was embarrassing. That was stupid. Um, no, on the way home in Texas, I don't. I can't believe I didn't tell you this. Um, I was changing into like comfortable clothes <clears> for the plane, <throat> and I was in like a bathroom stall at the airport, and like the door didn't latch properly, and I had my shirt off. <laughs> And this guy opened up the door and like wouldn't make eye contact with me. I was like, "Can I? Can I help you?" <laughs> Why didn't you push it close? Because no, it was a occupado. pull. It was a pull. So he like oh. pulled it, and I was like sitting there with my shirt off, and I was like, "Hey, man!" Like you can were I help sitting you? on the toilet. No, I wasn't sitting on the oh. toilet. I had my shirt off. I was fully dressed, and then like he didn't make eye contact with me. So I was like, "Does he know that the door is open?" I was like, "Hello," and he's like, and then he was just like, "Oh, uh, sorry, dude." Like, thinking that maybe he saw something he didn't. I was like, oh, no, it's, it's all good. Like, whatever. Like, I'm almost done. You can leave the door open. Like, whatever. It was so fucking awkward. I was like, this guy just, like, opened the door on me. And I was like, oh, man, this is really embarrassing. So that was embarrassing. I, I got walked in on. Um, uh, but the thing that made me laugh the most yeah. this week, I'll lead off with this one, was when we were in line in the TSA check. And we were fighting about what you were wearing. I bought no, you. No, we weren't. We fighting. were fighting. We were. We were fighting. We were fighting. We were like. I was like. We were joking around because I bought you this really nice blouse thing that I loved, and you were wearing it. And then like like an idiot, I was like, "Yo, did you change? Because you changed your clothes." Like, and mind you, I was in a powder blue patterned jumper. Yeah. And then I changed into black yoga plant pants, a white shirt, and a jean shirt. Yeah. So me being super observant, I was like, did you change? And what did you say? I don't know. Something snarky and you sarcastic. Like, oh, like, are you such a bad husband that you didn't even notice? Or I something? definitely didn't no, it say was, that. But, no, but you said something snarky. I definitely and it said sound, something so snarky. So to someone that doesn't know us, it sounded <laughs> like you were being a little bitchy. Yeah. And like, I was being like, well, fuck you, dude. And this dude turns around and looks at us. Now, we're in Texas. These people are super conservative. And Alex turns around, sees the guy looking at her, and she looks at him and goes, Can I get an amen? <laughs> to the guy. Can I get an amen? You Am I right? Fucking. Oh my God. No, it was I think so what I said good. was, Am I right? No, you and said, you Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? <laughs> Am I right? Can I get an amen? Oh, yeah. It oh was my so gosh. fucking funny. That was really funny. It was so funny. <laughs> uh, Top that, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Top that, bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we were just at a family reunion, and we were able to meet, um, I want to call her my niece, but she's not my niece. What she's my cousin, cousin, but she's not even my cousin. She's Your like my third cousin or daughter. something. Your cousin's daughter. Um, yeah. Um... I'm just going to call her my niece because I fucking love her so much. You got to meet um, your niece, your seven-year-old niece. Um, For the first time. And um, I don't want to brag or anything, but she asked to ride in the car with me numerous times. Hey, <laughs> someone's a favorite. <laughs> um, and we, um, we were in the car and 
we were, it was Sunday, so everyone's bags were packed, and I think she had just brushed her teeth and didn't put her toothbrush back in her bag. So she was holding her toothbrush, and then also a muffin that she hadn't eaten yet, and then a little thing of bubbles that someone gave her. Yeah, and priorities. her hands were, yeah. Food, toothbrush, and bubbles. <laughs> her hands like were every seven-year-old full. needs, you know. And um, her <laughs> toothbrush was a Star Wars light-up toothbrush, and it had a suction cup on the bottom. And you, she asked you to hold it so she could buckle her seatbelt or something. And you, like, suctioned it to the window, and that was funny. Um, Which the next logical progression was, what else can I stick this on? <laughs> so you tried to stick it on her forehead, but then realized, well, I can't really push too hard on this little human's head. So then you put, applied... <laughs> A lot of pressure to your forehead, and then it stuck on your forehead. So the suction cup stuck on my forehead. And, and then you <laughs> leaned over and put the toothbrush in her mouth and started brushing her teeth. <laughs> and we all looked like unicorns, and then you just were like, wait, let me see if I can do it to Alex. And I grabbed the back of my head and just stuck the toothbrush oh, on my the head. Toothpaste on her head. Um, I have a picture that will post for the, oh for the podcast. Oh my God, uh, I died. Yeah, I was dying. laughing so hard. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> little Sophie. Oh, little man. sweet little Sophie. Yeah. So that was oh, definitely man. what made me laugh well, the most. That's great. Yeah. Well, this has been a little bit of a short, not necessarily shorter, but this has been a, yeah. a really fun episode. I've enjoyed getting to question you and put you on the hot seat. Thank yeah. you for being vulnerable. Thank you for being Thank honest. Thank you. I love you so much. I love you so much. <laughs> you are the best person I know. Stop it. And um, I'm just so head. proud of you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That uh, does it for this week's episode of the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. My name's Corey. You can find me on Instagram at Corey underscore Lauren. That's C-O-R-E-Y underscore L-O-R-E-N. You can find my production company at Hallelu Productions. That's H-A-L-L-E-L-O-O Productions. And you can find the wife at... Dancing Ginger Alex. Um, and my website dancingginger.com <laughs> dot com. please rate and review and subscribe and share and tell everybody um we are going to be working on a summer series about we want to get experts in here um we have some fun ones lined up but if there's anything specific that you would like to hear from or any person that you would like us to talk to let us know uh we want to hear from you guys yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening. All right. Have a good Wednesday. Have a good Wednesday. Bye. Bye. I'm